Okay, we're recording. I'm gonna put this up here so it doesn't, hopefully it doesn't fall on my face while I'm recording. Um, so, all right, we're recording multitasking, blogging, podcasting. Uh, I got the old iPhone running anchor tethered to my hotspot on my iPhone here so I could uh, do a podcast while vlogging. So this will be interesting. Uh, just spent 20 minutes listening to Sid's podcast for today, which uh, was was really good. It, it gave me some insight on how his day-to-day and what his life has been like in Tucson since he left LA. So, you know, I always wondered what it was like living out there and I kind of have an idea not ideal as as you would describe it because he uh, he does plan to move back to LA which is awesome and I hope uh, that uh, becomes a reality sooner than later but again brocation is coming really excited for that that'll be in June 1st uh, epicness uh, awaits <laughs> but today's topic I kind of don't want to go too much into it, but there's hella traffic. Uh, I'm already in like Van Nuys right now on the 405, heading home. I wanted to talk about career choices. And just because uh, as of late, um, you know, I'm, you know, just off the bat, you know, for the record, I am very thankful and blessed to be in the position that I am and the career that I am. And, uh, you know, it, it allows me to be, you know, a good husband, a provider, you know, uh, it, it keeps me motivated to, uh, you know, to not be lazy. You know, I want to be, you know, a good, a good employee. You know, I want to do, you know, I want to have an impact uh, at the company that I'm working at. Before, you know, like, you know, 10 years ago, you asked me this question, you know, I was just there about getting a paycheck you know and you know that's still very important because you know it does you know allow you to live you know the way you live you know put food on the table buy the clothes that you wear you know buy the toys that you like and stuff like that but you know a lot has changed you know it, you know um, I have I make the most I've ever made at this job you know I'm at uh, probably the peak of my career success and uh, you know I've give, I've been presented with a lot of opportunities that have that I've taken advantage of that put me in in a really good position you know um, I was able to buy our first house you know in 2013 um, we refinanced and then we got a bigger house you know we had Jalen and now we have Zoe and you know I, I feel very thankful but with that said there still comes an air, you know, a time when work, your work relationship is just, you know, it's hard, you know, and I, and I'm not like complaining, but it's just like an inner struggle, you know. I've been, I'm not, I wouldn't say promoted, but I've been given the opportunity to prove myself for a higher position in the company, and with that comes a challenge. You know, it definitely takes me out of my comfort zone because I'm not used, you know, I, me being the person I am, you know, uh, I'm, I'm a cancer, 
I, I'm, I'm very uh, introverted, I'm very quiet, I'm very to myself. Um, you know, I'm kind of like in my own space. I, I, I don't like confrontation, you know, stuff like that. But yet, I have, my, my work is uh, customer facing. You know, I deal with, you know, these, uh, these corporate accounts. I deal with people in very important positions uh, in their in their respective companies and I do have to put on that face you know that corporate voice uh, to you know to be professional and I've somewhat been successful so far you know obviously uh, my company recognizes something in me and they want to you know capitalize on that and I'm thankful that they see something in me and found it because uh, now you know it gives me something to to, to work at you know own you know f fine-tune a craft per se so in my latest uh, performance review I want you know I've been you know kind of in the middle of two positions there's the top of the ladder and then that's and the position where I'm at I'm like right in the middle I'm not yet there so like this year is kind of like my my test my trial and a lot of it has to do with managing people and managing people is something that I've never well I won't say never done I've done it when you know I had my IT staffing firm back in the day with Johnny um, when I was managing field techs but that's different uh, this one is dealing with you know fellow fellow colleagues people I see on a daily basis and uh, you know it's just not it's just not in me you know uh, sometimes you got to be the bad guy uh, you have to you have to find strengths in people and 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 bring it out of them you know push people to do better to do their best and I, I sometimes feel like I'm not capable of delivering you know those to those expectations and it's discouraging you know it really is and it has taken some toll on me because I feel like they see something in me and I want to you know I want to deliver but I feel I can't and then it's like you know I'm just setting up for failure or for disappointment and then that was kind of the biggest stressful thing that I was going through last year when my review was coming up I had no idea what was gonna happen I didn't know which path I was gonna take but I fully committed and, and now I'm here and it's a struggle it's stressful it's very stressful uh, I lean on my wife heavily for guidance because she has been in this position at her job for a very long time so I'm glad I, I could use her as a resource uh, you know a voice of, of guidance and reason uh, you know just to kind of see how others would uh, handle the situation uh, you know, Dobby's in a position in her in her line of work that has become more supervisor slash manager type roles. So we have you know these collective conversations, and you know it's very it's very helpful, and I'm glad that we have that. So that's that. Uh, that's where I'm at with work um, because yeah, man, the, these the last few weeks I've been. Eh, you know, I, I, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm not 100%. Um, so that's my mini rant slash topic for today. Segway to 
fun tech. So, um, tech has been a big part of my life. Obviously, I, I come from a technical background. You know, I come from, you know, I played with computers, uh, gadgets, electronics, cell phones, cameras, all that stuff. And this recent lifestyle, I guess we could call it, or whatever you want to call it where we're podcasting, vlogging, we're not actually putting this out on social media for the world to see and share. It's more like, you know, just a collective of like, I enjoy filming vlogs, I enjoy podcasting, I like sharing it with my friends. It's not, you know, I'm not doing it for views, I'm not doing it for subscriptions and stuff like that. Uh, I kind of just like the process, you know, like, like me and Derek have said, you know, talking, vlogging, you know, even though people may not view it, it's therapeutic. You know, it, it does, you know, kind of help you through your day, I guess. If you're having a bad day and you push out a podcast or a vlog, maybe you feel a little bit better. Like, you you know, you had a homie to talk to and vent to, uh, you know, all your frustrations of, that you had that day. And that's kind of cool. Um, but I, I heavily got into, like, the camera stuff again, you know, gear. Uh, I bought a new Sony a6300 uh, same camera that my friend Edwin has uh, and then I went ham I went crazy you know I bought a cage I bought a microphone bought extra lenses you know tripods and then I got into like smartphone filmmaking which was very very intriguing to me because they always say the best camera you can have is the one that's on you and right now I don't have my DSLR on me I have my cell phone and the fact that I always have it on me it's so accessible I was able to you know do vlogs and stuff like that with just cell phones so it made me wonder was the purchase of those expensive ass cameras and gear useless like the the um, the wedding montage that I made uh, for Tabi and Han that was filmed and uh, you know on the Pixel Two and the Seven Plus, you know I didn't even bring my my you know my nicer camera. Sure, the quality might have been better, but then it would just have been more of a hassle bringing all that extra gear. And I think the and that that's the whole the whole reason why I I stopped. Uh, with all the camera stuff in the DSLR back in the day when I had the Canon 70Ds because it was just so much to lug around um, so then I looked you know I started looking up vlogs and stuff like with moment lenses and you know gimbals and and uh, filters and you know a mobile editing softwares and they're all really good like moment lenses are pretty cool you know they're very high quality sure they're pricey but you know if you're taking the whole vlogging thing seriously and you know you don't want to you know uh, invest in expensive ass cameras then those are great options you know the the picture quality um, and the video quality is there you know these cell phone I mean these cell phones are you know some of the best cameras people will ever use um, and they've gotten so 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 good um, you know why not get a camera and then just have that be your gear your camera gear you know um, so that that's uh, kind of where I'm at right now because I do like using my 7 plus more than my a6300 just because it's it's right here it's so accessible it fits in my pocket and the video quality is you know is good you know I think there was one video that I watched from Casey Neistat it was something like uh, 
teaching Casey how to vlog, which was kind of crazy because Casey Nice is like the ultimate vlogger, right? But he said something that was, it kind of threw me off. He said, don't let perfect get in the way of good enough. And I thought like, huh, that's probably gonna piss off a lot of people because people strive for perfection, you know? If you wanna be the best, then you gotta put in the work, you gotta work hard to be the best. But then he put it in a way where you could spend, you know, 15, 20 takes trying to get one shot, um, the perfect shot. But if you take the first shot and it was, you know, 80% good, you could, you could spend those 19, the time that you would take the other 19 shots getting shots of something else to add to the story, to add to the back, you know, to, to add to the vlog. And I thought that was very interesting the way he put it and I kind of believe them. You know, I do believe them like you can't let perfection get in the way of good enough. Incoming oh. call. Press the pickup button to answer. Hello? 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 Hold on. Are you? What? Are you home yet? No, I'm in traffic. I'm passing Roscoe. Okay, but you don't want cocaine later? No, I, I mean, there's still a lot of leftovers, so I'll just eat that at home. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. Well, Konnichiwa. Uh, oh shoot! This is uh. <laughs> well, I guess that <laughs> that just made it to the anchor podcast. Uh, I'm going on 14 minutes. Uh, I guess that incoming call killed the the video vlog. So I will end it on that note on this podcast. So 14 and a half minutes. Uh, I'm sure we can go off on this topic, but you know that's kind of what was on my mind on this long ass drive home from work. I'm not even I'm not even home yet. So thanks for watch, uh, listening and watching, and that's my hard drive home. <laughs>